You can now get two free audiobook downloads and a 30-day free trial at audible.bogosity.tv. Your choice from the world's largest selection of over 180,000 digital audiobooks and spoken word content for your iOS or Android device, Kindle, or MP3 player. Go to audible.bogosity.tv now. Welcome to the Bogosity Podcast for the week of March 25th, 2018. The podcast that held but just ourselves and immortality. This is your host, Shane Killian, and returning this week is John Peterson. Welcome back, Johnny. Ah, feels so good to have new headphones. You sound better. That's good. Yeah. Let's super stimulate the news of the bogus. I know, I know, I keep saying no more cops behaving badly stories, but they keep getting so extreme I feel we have to cover, you know, at least the really bad ones, and this one actually hails from my home state of North Carolina, actually about an hour from me up in Asheville, where they have body cam footage of an Asheville police officer beating, tasing, and choking a man for jaywalking. If that ain't punish your level overkill, I don't know what is. As the ACLU of North Carolina said in a tweet, There is no excuse for what happened to Johnny Rush. Police must protect and serve everyone regardless of race. Instead, a black man gets beaten, tased, and choked over jaywalking. That's right, jaywalking. Wait, he shares the same first name with me? Well, it is fairly common. Fair enough. So senior police officer Christopher Hickman was removed from patrol duty. He was going to be terminated, but he resigned instead. So at least he no longer has the magic badge of getting away with bullying. And he's also been arrested, so that's good. Well, at least there's a silver lining to what Mr. Rush has gone through, and I... Wish him a speedy recovery. So the footage shows Hickman and an officer in training stopping Rush for allegedly jaywalking. And I mean, this is such a joke. There's actually a TV tropes page called Arson, Murder, and Jaywalking because jaywalking is just such a ridiculously low offense compared to the others. And huh. I mean, this video is like at one point Hickman says he thinks it's funny. You know what's funny is you're going to get effed up hardcore. And I'm assuming he didn't actually say F dash dash dash. He actually said the word. Yeah. So Rush runs. They tackle him. And while they have him restrained on the ground, okay, he is on the ground and restrained. Then Hickman punches him in the head several times, tases him and chokes him. Rush repeatedly calls for help and says he can't breathe. Anyone who's seen that video of Eric Garner's murder will see the similarities. And that is just screwed up. And, of, of course, we see all the people online saying, oh, well, this is somehow justified because he tried to run from the police. I'll just point you to my recent quickie on John Wick morality. And, I mean, they don't even have any evidence that he was jaywalking. It was just an excuse to harass him. I mean, I think this was going to go down the way it did, regardless of what Rush did. Yeah. And according to a statement from the Asheville PD, quote, the acts demonstrated in the video were egregious and unacceptable. Therefore, APD requested that all charges against Mr. Rush related to this incident be dropped, to which the DA agreed and dismissed them. Like I said, I'm just glad there's a silver lining to this particular story. And citizens showed their outrage at a town hall meeting, to the point where Chief Tammy Hooper actually said she would resign if it would help resolve things. So I think this one's actually going to make a difference, at least in Asheville. Just a little bit of accountability. It can go a long way. Amen to that. 
Say, if you're tired of the promos in this podcast, well, the patrons got it early and with no ads or promos. Just go to patreon.bogosity.tv and donate at any level. Do you have children or nieces or nephews? Are you homeschooling or just want to counter some of the socialist indoctrination most children get in school? If so, go to bogosity.tv slash Tuttletwins, and you'll be taken to a website where you can get some great books for elementary-aged children. The Tuttle Twins books are books about liberty and free market economics that include children's versions of Bastiat's The Law, Leonard Reed's I Pencil, and Hayek's The Road to Serfdom, as well as books about the Federal Reserve and how regulations protect business cronies. They'll learn about the harm caused by eminent domain, or regulations passed in the name of safety, and fundamental concepts of liberty. And as you can see from the sample pages on the website, they're all easy to read and nicely illustrated. They're just $9.99 apiece, or get a special discount as well as free bonuses when you purchase all five. You can even buy in bulk to donate to schools and local libraries. So get the Tuttle Twins books at bogosity.tv slash Tuttle Twins. More homeopathy bogosity. We have a fraudulent paper on homeopathy supposedly curing cancer that is so bad that the lead authors were arrested. <laughs> and this is a paper published in one of those fake journals, evidence-based, complementary, and alternative medicine. So, yeah, there's a nice contradictory title for you. Basically being a publication mouthpiece for homeopathy, even they pulled the paper and went against it. And this paper talks about cancer being cured by giving people scabies. What is scabies? Those are those tiny little mites that bite you and cause all sorts of problems. Ah. So according to the website Homeopathy Plus, this therapy is for people who, quote, usually lack vitality and are prone to mental disturbances. Gotta love their precise language there. So basically, as soon as this was published... Readers raised all sorts of ethical questions, not the least of which was the fact that, guess what? The trial wasn't placebo-controlled. Can you imagine my shock? And to their credit, the journal publishers launched an investigation. They found that the authors had lied when they said their study was granted by a cancer research center. And another problem was that the authors were also the owners of the clinic, and it didn't help that the ethics approval was supposedly granted in 2001 when the clinic didn't even open until 2008. I smell a little inconsistency in their story. Yeah, unless they've got a time machine somewhere. And the publication also found that the authors of Father and Son had been arrested for practicing medicine without the proper qualifications. Oh, good grief. And yet, despite all of this, homeopathy outlets are still recommending scabies as a cancer treatment, although they call it sorenum, so watch out for that word. But when they're talking about that, they want to treat you with scabies. Which will cause more harm than good. I mean, it's so many times we talk about homeopathy being so diluted that you're not actually taking anything because all the molecules have gone away, and then they come up with something like this. You know, I mean, at least the regular homeopathy is just a waste of time and money, but it won't hurt you. This will actually hurt you. If you're on the Wi-Fi in a coffee shop or hotel, anyone on that network can get your traffic. Do you really trust all of those strangers? For that matter, do you really trust your ISP? 
A VPN can protect you from prying eyes, disguise your location, and even foil government sensors. It's essential in this day and age. So go to vpn.bogosity.tv and you'll be taken to BoxPN. Starting at just $2.99 a month, you can get unlimited high-speed connections to VPN servers all over the world. And they don't log connections, so your privacy is assured. Traveling abroad, just VPN home, and don't worry about what those other governments are doing. Back at home, stop your ISP from traffic shaping and messing with the quality internet access you're paying good money for. You can connect from multiple machines at once, including your smartphone or tablet, and it supports all the secure standards, including OpenVPN and SSTP. Bypass sensors and surveillance with your own secure VPN connection. Go to vpn.pagosity.tv. So now... We got some good news from across the pond. Yep, and this is also having to do with homeopathy. A major NHS hospital in the UK has said they will no longer provide NHS-funded homeopathic remedies beginning in April. Now, it's not everything a sensible person would want. They need to stop providing it at all, and it needs to stop throughout the NHS or actually throughout the world. But, I mean, you take what victories you can find. Yeah, that's true. The Royal London Hospital for Integrated Medicine actually began as the London Homeopathic Hospital in 1849. And in fairness, back then medicine was really primitive. You were almost better off not being treated than by being treated by a doctor of a time. And they tried doing things like curing things with mercury. So it's not really surprising that some doctors would want to try diluting it. And they didn't really know about the placebo effect, so when they saw patients continuing to get better, they thought there was something to it. And in fact, the homeopathic treatment worked better because at least you weren't poisoning your patients with mercury. Yeah. But today we know better, and yet the NHS is still funding homeopathy in some hospitals, despite their statement saying, quote, There is no good quality evidence that homeopathy is effective as a treatment for any health condition. Actually, it's even worse than that. We have positive evidence that it does nothing. And that's in a best-case scenario, like when they don't use live mites. That sounds like the good name for a rock and roll band. (laughs) The Scabies. Yeah. Simon Stevens, the chief executive of NHS England, has described homeopathy as, quote, at best a placebo and a misuse of scarce NHS funds. And it sounds like the only places in the UK still wasting NHS money on homeopathy are Bristol and Glasgow. Although, of course, you can still get non-NHS treatments of it everywhere. We live in a world where light bulbs connect to the Internet, and recent attacks on them prove that your online security is under threat like never before. Not only your websites, but the Internet-enabled devices you buy. And the biggest problem is weak passwords. That's why you need LastPass. LastPass allows you to randomly generate strong, unique passwords on the web and on your Internet-enabled devices, all protected by one master password. LastPass sets up in minutes and gives you secure automatic logins throughout the web, synchronizing across all your browsers, all your computers, and even your mobile devices, at home, at work, or on the road. It even securely stores sensitive form data, including credit card numbers, backup sensitive documents, software licenses, Wi-Fi logins, and more. 
And with LastPass Premium, you can get these benefits on other applications, manage passwords for your entire family, and also get priority customer support. Sign up at password.bogosity.tv for a free month of LastPass Premium. Log in securely everywhere using the last password you'll ever have to remember. Go to password.bogosity.tv and get LastPass now. And now it's time to unleash the Batwing on this week's Biggest Bogon Emitter. And once again it goes to the news media for their blatant scaremongering over a pedestrian death they claim was caused by a driverless car. Oh goody. According to Reuters, quote, An Uber self-driving car hit and killed a woman crossing the street in Arizona, police said on Monday, marking the first fatality involving an autonomous vehicle and a potential blow to the technology expected to transform transportation. The ride services company said it was suspending North American tests of its self-driving vehicles, which are currently going on in Arizona, Pittsburgh, and Toronto. 49-year-old Elaine Hertzberg was walking her bicycle across a four-lane road when an Uber vehicle in driverless mode struck her at 40 miles an hour without slowing down. Sadly, she later died from her injuries, and we're not going to try to make light of this tragedy. We're just not wanting them to put the blame where it doesn't belong. I mean, this Reuters article actually has a section they call Wild West, where they pass on the fear-mongering of big statists like Consumer Watchdog, who said, quote, Arizona has been the wild west of robot car testing with virtually no regulations in place. That's why Uber and Waymo test there. When there's no sheriff in town, people get killed. And I mean, there's just so much about this that they just didn't know, but that never stopped the news media. I mean, this hysteria was all through the press. I'm not going to link to all these. I'm just going to give you some examples. Washington Post. Critics have cautioned that the industry is rushing untested technology onto the roads. I love how something they've been testing for 20 years is untested technology. And they also fear-mongered that the companies aren't subject to any federal standards. Ooh. The LA Times echoed a call from consumer watchdog John Simpson for a national moratorium on driverless cars. And I think he's the one who actually said that Arizona was the Wild West. I say... We should call for a moratorium on all of Consumer Watchdog's bogosity. We should have a moratorium on moratoriums. (laughs) (laughs) But many other news outlets joined the call for regulations. USA Today said that this is our worst fears being realized and that questions about the safety of autonomous cars were unanswered. Ooh, the unknown is scary. Bloomberg went on and on about how this means it's too soon and how it raises larger questions about what our society should be doing. CNBC headlined, Driverless cars aren't safe or ready for the road. The New York Post called for Uber to face criminal charges. And through it all, of course, there are the commenters calling for the absolute destruction of Uber, Tesla, and any other corporation that has anything to do with driverless cars. And most of these places didn't even mention that there was a human driver behind the wheel to take control if anything went wrong. Ish, mega level fail. And of all the hysterical fear-mongering reports I read, some of them did just report the facts without the commentary or hysteria, but of all the reports I've seen, 
only the San Francisco Chronicle has so far pointed out that it wasn't the fault of the driver or the car. Tempe, Arizona Police Chief Sylvia Moore said, quote, The driver said it was like a flash. The person walked out in front of them. His first alert to the collision was the sound of the collision. From viewing the video of the incident, she concluded, quote, it's very clear it would have been difficult to avoid this collision in any kind of mode, autonomous or human-driven, based on how she came from the shadows right onto the roadway. And apparently there was a well-lit crosswalk like a hundred feet away, but she just apparently darted out right into the road you know, when it's pitch black. I, I mean, how could anyone have avoided that in that situation? Also, it didn't help her cause that uh, she was wearing reflective clothing at the time. Yeah, apparently not, and I don't know, I guess the bicycle didn't have reflectors either. Yeah. Because from what it, the way it's described, it just comes out of the darkness right in front of the car. I mean, it'd be nice if they released the video to the public so we could see for ourselves, but but hopefully more will be a voice of sense to the NTSB and the NHTSA, because they're going to investigate this. But by all means, let's have a fear-mongering press engage in a nirvana fallacy. After all, it's such a good public service to insist that new technologies be absolutely perfect, not merely safer and better than what came before. <sighs> Don't want to actually save lives or anything. I know. So all of that gives the news media yet another biggest bogan emitter. If you're going to shop online, use our special links to shop at Amazon. Clear your cookies and go to Amazon.Pagosity.tv, and you won't pay a penny more for your purchase. If you haven't used the mobile app in the last 12 months, or even at all, go to Get5.Pagosity.tv on your phone or tablet and get $5 off your order of $10 or more. Go to Prime.Pagosity.tv for a free 30-day trial of Amazon Prime and enjoy thousands of movies and TV episodes, borrow Kindle books, and get unlimited two-day shipping for free. And speaking of Kindle, go to Kindle.Pagosity.tv for a 30-day free trial to Kindle Unlimited, read over 1 million books, and listen to thousands of audiobooks on any device. You can go to music.pagosity.tv and get a free 30-day trial of Amazon Music Unlimited with access to Amazon's entire library of 10 million songs, ad-free and with unlimited skips, and even download to listen offline. All great ways to help this podcast simply by shopping at Amazon. So, Shane. Yeah. How many light bulbs does it take to screw in something stupid? I don't know. How many light bulbs does it take to screw in something stupid? Enough to shed some light on this week's... Idiot Extraordinary! And this week it goes to Romania, who insists that Constantine Relu is dead, even after he himself appeared in court to demonstrate that he is very much alive. Relu had left Romania for Turkey in 1992 to seek employment. He was last in Romania in 1999. Apparently, his estranged wife had him declared legally dead and obtained a backdated death certificate so she could marry again. So, for reasons I haven't been able to figure out, he was recently deported from Turkey and sent back to Romania. Relu said he wanted to go back to Romania and set up his own company there, but immigration officers told him he couldn't enter the country because he had died in 2003. What? 
He isn't even able to get a passport to return home because the court says he's dead, and they also say it's too late for him to appeal his death certificate. And also, apparently, that ruling is final and cannot be appealed. Double what? Yeah, apparently, if he wanted to contest it, he should have done it years ago when he didn't even know about it. But until he can be declared alive again, he can't do anything to earn any income, at least not legally. Talk about being stuck in limbo. I mean, insisting that an actual flesh-and-blood person is dead when they're standing right in front of you showing they're alive? We've covered some pretty stupid things before, but have we covered anything stupider than this? I don't think we have. And, and, I mean, who else but a government could possibly do it? So all of that makes Romania this week's... Idiot Extraordinary! up this hung down, brung down, hung up, and all kinds of mean, nasty, ugly things edition of the Bogosity Podcast. Come join the discussion at forum.bogosity.tv and feel free to send a question, statement, news article, or rant in text or audio to podcast at bogosity.tv. This podcast depends on you to keep going, so please donate using the links on the website or the QR codes in the thumbnail or support Shane DK on Patreon or Maker Support to get the podcast and YouTube videos early and without ads or promos. Thank you for listening, and thanks to John Peterson for joining me. No problem. Thanks for having me on again. Until next time, here's a quote from Thomas Sowell. The most basic question is not what is best, but who shall decide what is best? The Bogosity Podcast is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution on Commercial Derivatives 4.0 International License. Bogosity. Want answers to creationist claims against evolution? Would you like to know more about evolution yourself, or even engage creationists more directly, with actual peer-reviewed sources to back you up? My book, How Evolution is Scientific, is designed to show the basics of evolutionary theory and how it is so well supported using the scientific method. It's impeccably sourced, with references to the actual scientific material, and is arranged using the creationists' own criteria of what is scientific. Using their own arguments against them, see how evolution is scientific, but creationism is not. Based on observations, accurate predictions, logic, and evidence. Get answers to common creationist claims, and even a primer on abiogenesis, the start of all life. It's all in my book, How Evolution is Scientific, available at Amazon, and on Kindle, EPUB, and PDF as well. Get How Evolution is Scientific and Never Be Taken In by Creationists Again.